I'm Sharon Tedro and participating remotely. Uh, Steve? Steve Callahan, participating remotely. Ed? Ed Bozella, participating remotely. Uh, Jeremy? Jeremy Marset, participating remotely. And I'm I'm monitoring another meeting that I might have to jump on to, but um, that that may be after eight o'clock. No problem. We're, we're going to talk quickly. Um, <laughs> Christine, you're on mute. You're on mute, even though I could see you mouth it. Sorry, Christine Martin <laughs> participating remotely. Uh, Bob, Bob Slani report <laughs> participating remotely. <laughs> and Mather. Mather Eldred participating remotely. Okay. And then, as I said, Amanda and Jill are going to be joining us. They both said in like 15 to 20 minutes. So um, we could start with the minutes quickly that Christine had sent around. She sent around a edited version just a little while ago. I don't know if everybody got a chance to see that. Does anybody mm -hmm. have any questions or comments? Mm -hmm. All right. Is there a motion? Yeah, motion to approve the minutes as submitted. Okay. Second. Uh, all righty. So, uh, Steve? Yes. Okay, Ed? Yes. Christine? Yes. Jeremy? Yes. Bob? Yes. Mather? Yes. And I am also a yes, so the minutes pass. And the rest of the agenda is for you, Christine. Thank you. Very so actually, Nick, if you can start our PowerPoint, I promise it's not very long. And I also apologize. I know a few of you have seen this uh, from the selections meeting last week, so I apologize if it's uh, repetitive for you. I will pull it up now. My internet is a little wonky at the moment. Apologize. Sorry, we'll just yell at you to turn your video off like Amy last night. If I doesn't want to stay. Should we take bets on whether or not it's really going to snow on Saturday? You don't want to know what Mo's saying. I'm sure, Jeremy, you're saying the same. <laughs> Are you going what? with, do you agree it's going to snow or do you believe this is all a bunch of hype, Jeremy? I, you know, I don't know what to believe because our, our <laughs> the weather service that we use has been real. Am I still on? Yeah, has yeah. been really good the last few years, but the last storm, it it totally was off. <laughs> it predicted <laughs> twice the amount of snow that we actually got. Um, so anyway, I, I'm not sure, but <laughs> I was checking it this morning and it said 21 inches for Natick. So yeah, I hope when that's is not it, right. When's it supposed to start? Friday evening, right. but yeah. yeah. But not until like 8 a.m. Saturday to that you know, real snow. I swear every time I meet with Mo to talk about his budget and we talk about snow and ice, it's like literally a storm the next weekend. <laughs> well, then maybe you should stop talking to Mo about his yes. budget. Mo and I are never talking about budgets again. Bob, that's <laughs> going to be your job from now on. <laughs> All right. So there's just, uh, just a few things we're going to cover tonight. Uh, I want to give you an overview and outlook of the budget for fiscal year 23. I wanna to talk to you and hand over the town departmental requests for this year. Uh, I wanna talk about the financial policy and then have a brief discussion about our warrant articles. 
So let's start with the big picture for fiscal year 23. Uh, and I wanna review some of the assumptions that we're making as we go through these revenue projections. We're formulating, um, as we formulate the, the full budget document for you, we're taking into consideration, we have very, very limited growth in state aid uh, and no new sources of revenue. We're heavily reliant on our residential property taxes for revenue. And in terms of expenditures, we are facing increasing fixed costs in health insurance, retirement, and our property and liability. We are lucky fiscal year 23 that we have a strong free cash balance. Um, thank you to our financial policies. Um, and our free cash was just certified last week. We also have federal stimulus or ARPA uh, monies available for fiscal year 23 and 24. Although if you heard me talk at the Board of Selectmen last night, we've hit a, a minor roadblock with Norfolk County uh, that we're trying to work through. And then next slide. So I think, um, actually, where am I? The revenue outlook. I think actually, if you can go to slide four, uh, the next slide, sorry, Nick, there. I think it just helps to look at this in a more visual format. Um, and this is one of the things that Steve and Nick and I have been talking about is representing our budget in a little more visual, which I think we're gonna be doing uh, with the Collins Center in our budget so that you can, uh, makes it a little more easy to, for everybody to understand. So we've made the following assumptions in our budget. Um, we are obviously calculating the two and a half percent on the levy. Um, as we discussed with the Board of Assessors and the Board of Selectmen, you can see when you look at this chart, our heavily reliance on uh, property tax levy. Uh, the cherry sheets were released tonight about an hour and a half ago. Um, we have a 1.1%, 1 1.18% uh, increase in our state aid, um, which is making us a little angry. So we'll talk about that later. Um, our local receipts are currently estimated to increase over our fiscal year 22 projections, but that's something we continue to revise, um, as you all know, almost on a daily basis. So taking into these revenue sources into consideration as we estimate uh, the total available new revenue for the general fund budgets for both schools and towns will be approximately $1.6 million. Be slightly higher than that with the state aid numbers that we just got tonight. Okay, next slide. So this is just, um, I think helpful for, especially for our new members to see um, our increase in state aid over the prior fiscal years. Um, and it's very disappointing to report that we have a 1.18% uh, increase this year. So obviously uh, state aid is not keeping up with the increases in both our school and town budgets. Okay, okay. and then local receipts. So this is something that, um, you know, we have a little more flexibility when we're estimating this. Um, but we're very conservative, as you know, when we're looking at this, overestimating our revenues could require us to make mid-year budget cuts and underestimating our revenues could cause us to reduce services and cut the budget more than necessary. So local receipts uh, as kind of a refresher course for all of us includes revenue from motor vehicle excise tax, our local options meals tax, licenses and permits, which includes the building department, our alcohol licenses and our dog licenses. Can't imagine the number of dogs we have in Medfield. Um, and then we have the other receipts category, which includes our investment income, sewer betterments. And then we have other department revenue. And that includes items like the transfer station stickers, any ambulance revenue that does not go into the ambulance revolving fund, and then some of our solar credits and then our lien certificates. 
Um, rentals is a small amount and that's our cell towers, uh, the post office and our Kingsbury club lease. And then we will just continue to, ask, to review and revise these estimates as we go forward and start looking at the budget as a whole. And then this is, I think this is one of our most fascinating ones to look at the meals tax revenue. You can see the big dip that we had from March 20 of June 20, obviously where the pandemic started. And then you can see us start to increase. And I just think it's really great that our restaurants all pivoted to start doing takeout, might've been helped a little bit by our cocktails to go. Um, and then all of our rest, all of our residents who are thinking and buying local and you know supporting our local businesses. And if Mike Pastore was here, this is where I would insert my economic development and blue picnic table slush fund. So, <laughs> and then let's see if we can flip to uh, talking about our expenditures versus our revenues. So um, we have, let's just get back for one sec. So we are facing increase in our fixed costs that I mentioned at the beginning, both health insurance, pension, liability insurance, and OPEB. And those are based on our, the OPEB contributions based on our financial policies. And just a reminder that um, last year, our health insurance company provided the town and the employees a premium holiday, which allowed us to decrease, uh, reduce our health insurance budget by a little over $350,000. So when you're looking at the town department budget request this year, the budget for fiscal year 23 includes the restoration of that $350,000 in that health insurance premium. Um, we also anticipate having some more information um, on our fixed costs over the next couple of weeks. So town department outlook. When we began meeting with the department heads this fall, um, our guidance to them was to maintain level service budgets. And one of the goals we had in working with the department heads was the restoration of several positions that were eliminated back in fiscal year 21. And so we have proposed including that in the fiscal year 23 budget. And that includes two part-time and one full-time positions. Um, we also have uh, several new positions that we're proposing, one full-time position in the DPW um, as an assistant uh, to Mo. And then we're also looking, the town clerk has requested a part-time position uh, as the assistant town clerk in her office. So I know that um, most of you know, we do not take the introduction of new positions lightly. Um, and it's been several years since we've introduced any new positions. So we believe based on the increased level of service and the department, uh, what they're being required to do uh, justifies the increase in these new positions. Um, and as a reminder to you, when looking at the town budgets, um, we are currently negotiating both police and fire contracts, and that's not included in the cost estimates you'll get in the budgets uh, tonight and in the next week. Christine, what, which are the three positions that are proposed to be restored? So those are, let me just go back to that, is uh, two part-time, which was one in the library, one in accounting, and the full-time was a uh, um, highway department employee that retired that we did not fill. Thanks. Um, so we lived without that for fiscal year 21 and fiscal year 22. And we keep increasing um, the amount of work that we're asking the Department of Public Works to do. They're now taking on the maintenance of the rail trail. We're trying to form a grounds maintenance department. So we're not going to be able to do those things if we don't start restoring some of the positions that were cut. Christine, could I ask a question? I just sure. thought I, maybe, I, maybe I heard something incorrectly, but that person who retired mm -hmm. 
that one full-time person is the restoration of that position? Correct. That's part of your level service budget, I would assume. It's from, two, it's from two years ago. Oh, from two so years ago. It's from two okay. years ago. Yeah, we cut it back in fiscal year 21 when we, we made all of those cuts. So we lived right. without it for two years. I see, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I'm just gonna mention that Jill has joined us remotely. Hi, Jill. All right, go ahead. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Jill. All right, we can go. Any more questions or can we, I'll move on to the next thing. Go. Okay. So in terms of capital budget. So last year, as you remember, we created the capital stabilization fund, and that fund can only be used uh, for capital projects, debt service related to those projects, equipment vehicles, public works improvements, essentially any non-building projects um, was created for that fund. Uh, the capital budget committee started meeting this summer. Uh, Sharon and Jeremy were representative on that committee. We had to hold off on our final recommendations. We were waiting for clarification um, on being able to use our ARPA funding, our federal stimulus money. And as I reported last week, I thought I would have great uh, news and we were moving forward after my meeting with the county, but they have put a few roadblocks in our way um, in how we want to be able to use that funding. We are still moving forward. We're working with the delegation. So we're still moving forward, anticipating that between free cash and the federal stimulus money, we'll be able to fully fund the fiscal year 23 and 24 capital, uh, capital budget. So next steps in our budget. So the school committee budget hearing is tomorrow evening, um, Thursday evening. Once we have their uh, budget amount, we will put together the full budget for you, the picture of revenues, expenditures, and where we are as of today. Um, and then we're, we've already started our work with the Collins Center. Um, actually, I'm meeting with their graphic designer on Friday. Um, so we can start our budget document and moving forward with that. Um, so that's where we are. Just, um, I, I didn't mention this when I was talking about the department budgets, I apologize. The town departments are requesting uh, a $499,470 increase, which is a 4.1% increase over last year. I know that was kind of a, a quick and brief overview. So any questions, let me know. And obviously as we move forward in the budget process, we'll go uh, deeper into all of these. Christine, okay. I have a question. So sure. it seems like the state aid that was given to us this year is lower than in past years. How is that number generally determined? Are there like factors that they take into account in services that we provide and, and things that we do that, that account for how they allocate the state aid? Yes, there are, there are formulas based on that, and we're a minimum aid community in terms of Chapter 70 for, for schools. Actually, the Mass Municipal Association uh, sent out an email this evening that breaks down, um, breaks down exactly why uh, the state aid is lower than we all anticipated. So I'm going to send that out to everybody right after this meeting, and that'll uh, be a little bit more explanation for you. I'll and there's no way that we can appeal it? Can we appeal that number or? No. Okay. That was a very hopeful question. I know, I wish. <laughs> I know. On well, Chapman, statewide, my, it went up 8.8%. And for Medfield, it, that resulted in a 1.1% for the Chapter 70 education aid here in Medfield. So 
the state is putting a lot of money into Chapter 70 education aid. It's just the way the formula works. It doesn't necessarily mean that money flows to communities like Medfield. Yeah. Okay, that might have answered my question. So, because I heard last week the governor was putting a 2.7% number out there. So they kept, yeah, they kept referring to that saying it was a 2.7% increase in state aid, but that was just the unrestricted local government aid, not that didn't include the chapter 70 education. Okay. Yeah. So when you say the 1.18, is it those two added together? Is the Yeah, the total yeah. increase. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and if you heard the, the governor uh, spoke last night, for those of you not in attendance at the seven hour selectmen's meeting, um, <laughs> The governor, there's been a lot of talk of the amount of revenue the state has received in the last year, um, but there have been some significant tax cuts that were proposed last evening. So that may explain why our state aid is a lot lower. Cool. Mm. Um, so Christine, I don't know if you're planning to cover this later or I'll just ask now, like what, what would you recommend that our committee does? Because we don't have the budget yet. Like, do you, do you want people reaching out to their department heads in the next I do. couple Actually, of weeks? We'll, we'll do it. We'll start that right now. We will send out a copy of the department of departmental budget request to you. We'll get that out to you within the next day or so. And then we'll send you the information for your individual department. But I would say go ahead and start uh, setting up appointments and meeting with them. They're anticipating that now. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, I will move on then to the financial policy. Okay. So uh, we had the discussion with the selectmen and they have agreed to the two edits that were proposed. Um, on page two, they're dropping uh, number six, other items with a useful life of more than five years are costing more than 25,000. They have dropped that threshold to 15,000. And Ed, you'll be very happy to know on page three, they have eliminated that entire sentence. <laughs> we're not revising it we're not doing anything we're just going to eliminate it the departments will be happy it doesn't impact me <laughs> <laughs> well you're a very good advocate <laughs> good um, so i have been asked to strongly um suggest recommend demand that you sign that the we vote policies. <laughs> and stop sending back more edits that's yeah. what that's been requested. They would, the selectmen will sign them on Tuesday night uh, and you can vote to sign them as well. That would be helpful. Does anybody have any further discussion or questions or comments or do we want just want to make a motion? Even though it might've been a bullied request, I don't think it was because we have talked about this at at least probably three or four meetings. Yes, and the selectmen talked about it last night. They would very much like you to sign. Them. They would like us to stop they sending like it back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I move that we approve the financial policy as revised and voted on a second time by the selectmen. Okay. Second. 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 Yep. All right. So, Ed. Yes. Steve. Yes. Jeremy. Yes. Bob. Yes. Jill. Yes. Christine. Yes. Mather. And I will also vote yes. And then there you go. So do you physically want us stopping by the town hall to sign it with our John Hancock? Uh, 
No, I think the vote is fine for right now. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll figure out, hopefully we'll be back in person very shortly and then we can, we can work on. We can pass it around the table at a later date. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and then the last thing I had to update you on was the, and I sent it out just a little while ago was the warrant closed last evening. Um, and we have 25 warrant articles going into this year's annual town meeting. I know it's less than 40 I know. <laughs> as of today, as of today, as of today. Um, and Am you know I, I'm I mean, I read through it. I didn't feel like there was a heck of a lot of controversy, but was that just me? No, in fact, uh, we've been going through it several times today, uh, making sure that we didn't leave anything out. This is the shortest warrant we've had in a while. But last year, as you remember, we had a carryover. It was almost two years worth of warrant articles uh, yeah. at last year's town meeting. So um, we were hoping it would be a uh, slightly less full agenda for this year. I kind of read through the warrant and was like, dang, we might actually be able to not have a crazy, crazy long town meeting. That was my yeah. own hope when I read it. But you know, <laughs> we'll see. Okay, well, that's good. So, mm -hmm. I mean, and probably like, well, out of the 24, like how many are like consent calendar stuff? Like it seemed like a decent amount, so. There's, right? yeah, there's probably at least five or six that will will go to the consent calendar. Yeah. So we're probably at like each of us only taking a couple, which will be good. I feel like you're jinxing us, but okay. Listen, <laughs> just trying to be hopeful. <laughs> trying to be hopeful. All right. Well, I, I guess then what I would say is if people want to just take a look over the draft and if there's any in particular ones that speak to you that you would like to take on, then you shoot me an email and I'm happy to assign things to volunteers. Otherwise we can just go through that later. Um, but then I'm thinking like of meeting twice in February. So I sent you guys the dates for that before this. So I'm thinking that we'll just, just plan that we'll meet weekly in March. Are there certain days of the week that are just bad for people? Are Wednesdays okay or no? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I only I have mean, one conflict on a Wednesday. Okay. Just, just the second. Okay. So, um, how about you, Christine? Do you normally? Yeah, I don't know right now. I mean, it depends on if I have like hearings. I just don't. I'm just not you sure. Just yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that in general, we're going to try to do how are Tuesdays if we do the opposite of the selection? Are those generally okay for people or no? Yeah. 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 Jill, do you have, are you bad on Tuesdays? Is that where my, I remember? Um, I just have to arrange for okay. some care, but I can do that. It's no big deal. All right. Thursdays well, are the days that are not great for me. But. Thursdays are the days that aren't great for you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tuesdays, fine. Okay. So um, when Christine and I had chatted earlier, we decided to go with the Wednesdays because in general, Mondays just feel hard to do. Um, and a little bit rushed personally. Um, so we'll do the next two on those Wednesdays in February, and then we'll figure out what the selectman um, schedule is in March. And we'll go from there. But um, I think if we plan that we'll meet every week in March, and if we don't need them, we don't need them. We'll 
and see how that goes. Right. Um, then I think that if anybody, just over the next two weeks while you're talking to your department heads, if anybody has a department that um, you actually are ready to say something about, then the next Wednesday, because maybe it's a little bit less complicated or you had a chance to talk to them, just reach out to me and let me know and we can start to talk about things as we need to. So just, just let me know. It would be good to at least be able to talk about some by the 16th, just to keep it moving. Yeah. Okay. Just, um, anything else? Christine, one more question. I think your opening statement was, you said total revenues were only going up, like, was it 1.1%? 1. 1.6 1. million. 1.6 million. Yes. That was the, the available new estimated revenue. Okay. It sounds like we're going to be eating up a lot of that, and some of the increased fixed cost with health insurance is going to eat up. Would you say almost three hundred thousand? Mm -hmm. And uh, some of the others, yeah, you're probably looking at closer to one billion after you take away those. All right, we'll get the numbers. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you know when the uh, the police and fire negotiations will be complete? I don't. We're currently and actively bargaining now. Um, we have had many discussions with them over the last couple of months that we would like to finish them in March. So as we're moving forward, that's been our target so that we can get them completed in time for the warrant. Okay. Selectman Peterson says hello. Hey, Pete. <laughs> well, I'm, on, I'm on with the warrant committee. Oh. <laughs> 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 tell, tell him we followed his orders. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Does anybody else have um, anything else, or do we want to wrap up early for today? So, Does anybody like I. We're going to start sending all of this information out. If you have any questions before the next meeting, just uh, reach out to Nick or I, uh, and we can get you uh, meet with you or talk to you with with your departments or whatever. That sounds good. I mean, does anybody? I know that. I mean, at least you mean at least three people here have never had to talk to somebody about their budgets before. Is it helpful to talk about that for a couple minutes for people? I reached out to Nick to schedule some time next week, so I think we're we're good on that front. Um, okay. Yeah, we're doing the same. <laughs> <laughs> I will Just, say, all the department heads are very nice. The only one that bites is Christine. So. Okay. Facts. Oh, good. I don't know. Nick, I see Amanda's here. Do we want to let her in to be able to participate in the voting for to adjourn? <laughs> I love these kind of meetings. <sighs> Too funny. Okay. Is anybody going to be sad if we have a super short meeting and we end it? Motion to adjourn. See, Amanda, we let you in just for the adjournment. Oh my God, I love this kind of meeting. <laughs> I just, you have the best timing, Amanda. Yep, best meeting of the day. <laughs> we decided that the selectmen met for so long yesterday yeah. that 
anybody that wants to hear anything can just watch that because we can wait until the next time. So, um, so unless you have anything, Amanda, I was going to let Bob make his motion. Oh, I had about an agenda for about an hour. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good. Okay. All right. Okay, Bob. Motion to adjourn. Is there a second? Second. Second. For a, for a second, I thought people wanted to stay. Um, <laughs> all right, Steve. Yes. Um, Ed. Yes. Mather. Yes. Bob. Yes. Jill. Yes. Christine. Yes. Jeremy. Yes. And Amanda. <laughs> yes. I'm okay, glad I am to this meeting today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am a yes, too. And I'll see you guys uh, two weeks from today. Okay. okay. Enjoy it. Have a nice. See you. Thanks, all. Bye.